Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show for Wednesday, hump day, May 4th. It's almost Cinco de Mayo. Holy heck. Good morning. Let's see. Cinco de Mayo then would be on a Thursday. What do you do on Cinco de Mayo? You you drink margaritas, right? Is that a big party day? I'm not a big party guy, but uh, with it being on a Thursday, seems like it's iffy. Seems like it's iffy. So you know what I did yesterday? This is, or, or what I pondered doing. I want to walk you through my mindset. So I was sitting around yesterday feeling sorry for myself. Not much to do. This, that, and the other. And let's see, first of all, what time was this, uh, would this have happened? Let's say, let's, let's say about two in the afternoon. I had a little to-do list going and, you know, I chipped away at it and I wasn't a total slouch. But about two in the afternoon, I just got into this mood of, you know, what does it all matter? What the hell? And you know what I pondered doing? I had this aha moment and I realized, I realized, hey, I should go to the boats. I should sit at a blackjack table all afternoon. You know? I really kind of had myself talked into that, but then I just thought, Tuesday afternoon, how pathetic do you have to be to just sit at a blackjack table on a Tuesday afternoon? Half the people around me, right, are going to be uh, gambling addicts, right? Um, half of them, you know, they're, they would be at that stage where you, you just gamble in your PJs. Either because you're there so often or maybe because you have so little money that... Uh, you just can't, you can't buy normal clothing anymore. Some people, you see a lot of sweatpants at two in the afternoon at a uh, gambling establishment. I'm not going to tell you how I know that. Anyway, I talked myself out of it. I snapped out of it. I just thought, oh man, how pathetic would that be? And I thought, yeah, but you could win. Yeah, but who gives a shit? Chicago Tank is in the gold medal position. This is a good reminder. Tank's music homework this morning. Oh, man, this this really touched a nerve. Today, if I remember correctly, it is uh, Peace Train by Cat Stevens. An excellent, excellent tune. Now, the reason this touched a nerve with me is because when I was a dink, my my dad was an audiophile. He, he, uh, he didn't spend money on lavish things. Right? That was for my mom to do. But the one thing he did, he loved a good stereo system, and he had a fabulous stereo system, record collection. Now, he worked too hard to ever really give himself a chance to listen to said record collection, which was kind of sad. But uh, I sure listened to it, and Cat Stevens' Greatest Hits was one of the records. I probably played that 9,000 times in my childhood. And we really do need a peace train right now, don't we? Isn't that timely? I was super, super mad. You remember when Cat Stevens converted to whatever, Islam, something like that? And he became like a kindergarten teacher? I was so pissed off. I was so disappointed. But he's actually back playing music now. Let's see who else is on the podium. Georgie Girl is in the silver medal position. Happy Star Wars Day. Oh, yeah, yeah, May the 4th. Right. Ode to None has a podium finish today. Ode to None is, is in the bronze. Very nice. The beautiful and elusive Robo Kitty just missed the podium. Almost. You were almost there, Robo. Lady Letter Carrier. Good to see all these VIP pepperonis. So I think Lady is saying that uh, maybe the boats would have been a good 
a good thing to do yesterday in her neck of the woods, the Chicago area, because it was so darn rainy. It was rainy by me, too. Sheboygan isn't that far from Chicago. Ooh, the, the Sox won the Crosstown Classic. Tank says White Sox winners, 3-1. to one. Game two tonight. How do I even, if I wanted to watch baseball, how the freak do I even do it? Where do they air this stuff now? Do you got to get some sort of baseball channel? Back in the day when I was a kid, my uh, everyone in my family, extended family, used to watch the Cubs games, right? Because they were on the WGN. Kind of like the first superstation, or maybe one of the early superstations. I don't know if it was first. Lady, are you a White Sox fan as well? Lady says, let's go White Sox. Must be, then. Lady, do you have the hatred for the Northsiders that Tank has? If I sign up for T-Mobile, I think Tank is saying, then I can, uh, I can get baseball? That's kind of weird. Unfortunately, I don't I don't really I don't really control my phone thing. My uh, my minions set that all up. I don't know. You see when you're a fancy pants business owner, right? You run shit like that through the business, it's tax write off. But the downside is I have no idea how it works. I have no idea who I'm even signed up with. Lady, you're a Fairweather fan of any team, huh? Let's see. MLB Network says Tank. On the cable, uh, cable plays games just about every day. MLB Network. I wonder how I get that. That would be the next thing I could sign up for and not use. Would be MLB Network. What else do I have? You know what? I kind of stopped watching Netflix. I ought to cancel that. I think they're getting a little too loosey-goosey. If you know what I mean, right? There's a... freaking Greek pastry in almost every show that I watch, and it's it pisses me off. It's kind of weird. How's everyone doing today? So are you guys, any of you guys going to actually celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Hey, we have a new person here. Simo Sheriff says hi. Good morning. It's kind of an interesting name. That that one's going to, it's a bit of a tongue twister for me. At any rate, am I correct? What you, you drink margaritas, right? You go, you go have Mexican food. Is that what it is? Oh no, Tank says, I can't watch my Brewers. That's all right. I'm not a Brewers fan anyway. I'm a Chicagoite, right? So I would rather. He says, local games get blacked out because they are available on TV. You know, they actually do that to the. Uh, to the. I have learned over the years, the. Getting back to the Indianapolis 500, right? Which countdown. Super exciting. Uh, locally there, they don't air the race, um, in real time. They want everyone to go to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, which I'm all for. I think that's because it's better seeing it live actually. So yeah, my setup usually is, um, of course, obviously go to the race, but then whenever I'm staying, wherever I'm staying, I will then watch the race. They show it like 7 p.m., something like that. Lady doesn't like the margaritas. Okay, duly noted. I'm going to put that in my in my uh, diary. Okay, baggy bags. You will drink a non-green beer on Cinco de Mayo. Why would it matter the color of the beer, uh, baggy bags? I, I know, I know the, you know, what is it? Uh, what's that Shamrock Day? What the hell is it? St. Patty's Day, right? 
they'll pull out the green beer. Do they do that on Cinco de Mayo too? Huh. Cinco de Mayo is one of those things. It just flies right past my my radar. Ode's with me on giving up with Netflix. You know, I don't know what's my where 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 the line that I shall not cross, right? But uh, you know, they they've got uh, the reality shows, of course. You know, bake this, bake that. You know, they have isn't they have a show like Shitty Bakers, right? Shitty Bake Off. I don't know what the show is called. Oh, it's called Nailed It. Now that I think about it. But there's all always um, at least one very strange contestant on that show. I don't know how far I can go with describing these people, but you know, there's always at least one person with um, some really radical hair dye, right? Why don't I know Dollar Bill Wirtz, Tank? Is he like a color guy for the Hawks games? <laughs> no problem, Baggy. Baggy got his holidays mixed up. Yeah, no problem. Anyway, the net, uh, the Netflix thing. Uh-oh, Georgie says, what the fuck are you going on about, Tony? Uh, it's that, uh, what I'm, what I'm getting at, Georgie, is I'll make my argument this way. What I'm saying is, I believe if you look at contestants on, on the, uh, these, these competition shows on Netflix, they're not, uh, taking them, um, they don't represent the statistical, I'm digging myself a hole right now. They don't represent the statistical makeup of America is what I'm saying. I'm saying there's there's way fewer in reality when when uh, you walk around in society, which I used to do. I don't do that anymore. So maybe it's all really changed. What I'm saying is there aren't nearly as many wing wing nuts out there as are represented on these shows. Am I am I making myself clear? Probably not. Tank says they find the oddest people evidently weird is supposed to be interesting. I think that's what it is. Now that I mention it, I even I have a buddy. I haven't seen seen him in a while. We must catch up, but he used to be a casting guy out in LA for um, reality shows. And uh, Georgie's is is a little uh, combative this morning. She says OMFG, which I think must mean oh my for God's sakes, maybe. They're contestants on a ridiculous baking show. Do you really think they're supposed to be representative? of the real world. That's my first question of the day. Let's see if I can answer that. What is my answer to that? Um, yeah, it would be nice. If they're, if they're going to try to <laughs> Georgie, if they're going to try to keep me as a subscriber, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Anyway, I, I'd better move on. I'd better move on. She is a little fiery today. I don't know. Oh, yes. Georgie, please. Would you please listen to Peace Train by Cat Stevens today, Georgie? Oh my goodness. 
Georgie, I love Nailed It too. I am not bashing the show. I am not. I'm saying, can you please? All right. There's so many walks of life, right? That's what I'm saying. That's so many walks of life. Some, some people walk and they're a little light in the loafers, if you know what I mean. That's, there's those people. I know and love some of those people. Then there's, but then there's this whole other grab bag of other types of people. Show me some of that. Put a, put a, uh, put a construction worker on nailed it for the love of God, right? Give me someone that works with concrete. Something. I, I enjoy nailed it. I'm just saying. (laughs) Yeah, I, I'm, I'm on thin ice. I'm on thin ice here. Tiptoeing through the phyllo dough. Hey, so you know what I, you guys know, I like to uh, kind of mine the socials. Usually Reddit. I like to mine Reddit and just, so you know what caught my interest this time? I'm, I'm, I'm on several subreddits and, you know, half the time I realized, geez, I haven't even caught up on the subreddit in forever. Thank you, Ode. Ode says, I don't need to backpedal. I can have my own opinion. Opinion. Thank you, sir. Anyway, so I'm, have any of you guys heard of the uh, subreddit Redneck Engineering? Now, this was, I've been a member of uh, Redneck Engineering for a long time, but whatever. I guess I'm not on Reddit enough in general to really keep up with it. But I just sort of rediscovered it the other day. And it's very timely for me because I've I've been spending time at the farm. And like we had the, the first day we tried to build fence, we did nothing but break things and then patch up the stuff that broke. And on and on and on. So we did some redneck engineering is what we did. As a matter of fact, the, the other, let's see, Monday... When we were there, one of our fixes actually broke again on the old Massey tractor. And at that point, we were in such a rhythm. It's like, let's try and do our job with a broken tractor. Let's just keep going. So that's what we did. What never makes it to the front page, lady? Lady says it never makes it to the front page. Oh, Redneck Engineering never makes it to the front page. Maybe that's what it is. Anyway, I thought it was uh, interesting. So I clipped some things, right? And uh, let's see. Let's see if camera two is working today. Let's see. Here's something I clipped. All right. You spoke Tiffy listeners. What we're looking at here is a... um, there was a gas station. This is a picture from a gas station bathroom, and the sink is a tire turned on its side, and the spigot for the sink is a gas nozzle. Now, what's funny is I don't look at this and say, oh, that's redneck engineering, right? I think that that is some very clever um, designy person. And, uh, you know, I think it's tastefully done. It's like, yeah, that's the perfect sink and setup for a gas station. So I don't, in my mind, like redneck engineering is, uh, you know, it's supposed to be a shit show, (laughs) right? That's one thing. I think I clipped that one because I was in the subreddit and I was like, this, I actually wouldn't put this in this subreddit. So I wanted to make the point, right? see what else we got again on on twit these twitch days i really got to use my words for the spotify listeners all right so here's a pirate ship it says ahoy i humbly submit a photo from my redneck pirate ship build now this is in my opinion now first of all i can't tell is this really a finished product a project 
It's it doesn't it's not a very stylish pirate ship, but it looks like it would work. The main feature is this. Uh, they've got sort of like a deck, a raised deck up above the whatever the main deck. They got some pirate sails. So that's kind of cool. But this thing is parked in this guy's probably just right off his dock. And if you look at the do you see that house in the distance there? It's like a freaking mansion almost. So this again, I'm almost gonna say this is not this is not redneck, right? This is a very hoity-toity area. You can tell that guy bought all the lumber at once. Redneck engineers, you don't buy your you don't buy new lumber for a project. You go you go peel some lumber off you know your barn that fell over in 1968, and you go build it with that sort of thing, right? So I kind of think now we have two pictures where I say I'm not so sure this belongs in redneck engineering, you know? Or Tank is right. You repurpose a pallet, right? There you go. Have you ever seen these things on YouTube? These, uh, I get into people building um, like shacks and shanties and stuff because there's part of me that says I'm going to need that skill someday, right? When shit hits the fan. And some of these guys, they'll, uh, I've seen a guy uh, or two build an entire cabin from uh, pallet wood. Pretty industrious. All right, so now we're starting to get into pictures here. I'll pull up the next picture. This, this is more along the lines of what I think really does belong in red, redneck engineering. It says our air conditioning plastic broke, so my father used a coffee cup. So for you, Spotify, you know, you know how they have those. What are they called? Vents, louvers, something on the uh, the air conditioning uh, uh, areas of your car, your dashboard. And I guess one broke off, and the guy just shoved a coffee cup in it and cut the bottom out of it. Now, what's weird is why do you really, isn't the air going to come out of there anyway? Or is he doing this to direct it to himself, the driver? It looks like maybe that was his reason for putting it in there. Oh, see, Tank says we did that on ducts with cut water bottles on deployments. Very cool. So you've actually... So was Tank, was the reason he put this in probably to direct it back to his face? Is that what the whole idea? Lady says he's directing the flow. Thank you. All right. That makes sense. You guys are smart. You're probably not going to want to take that car when you pick up, you know, a new date, right? You, you met a nice lady on whatever it is, Bumble. Is that the big dating app these days? Yeah, so that's why he did it. He did, Tank says, I want the air on me. I'm selfish. Yeah. That would make sense. It matters when it's really hot. Now we're getting, we're getting really uh, to the... Yes, this is obviously... <laughs> Tank says, you can pick her up, just turn the cup. That is classic. Now we're getting to obvious redneck engineering. Let's see what's next. It says, don't have a van, no problem. So this is a picture, Spotify, of uh, some old rot gut rundown Toyota, probably. But it's like got a... It's got this gigantic cage on the roof. It's like, uh, let me see if I can describe, describe this cage. Like if you were, uh, if you were kidnapping... Uh, women to be sex slaves and whatever and keep them in your basement you would put them into this sort of this sort of thing just keep them locked in that sort of thing but this guy has a thing up on his uh it's up on his roof and it is secured to a pallet apparently lady says and uh he's got all sorts of goodies in there mattress some other shit So I think this one totally belongs in redneck engineering. This is very apropos. And what are the chances you don't get pulled over driving this contraption? I would say zero. 
you've there there's there's no chance you know what i saw a lot of on uh on this subreddit where it was potholes a lot of pothole fillers i picked i picked just one representative and i thought this one was kind of interesting so here's a picture of the guy was in uh, in some sort of tropical island and they filled the pothole with coconuts. <laughs> but there's all sorts of pictures on this subreddit of people filling potholes with weird stuff. And it's like, what does that mean? Does that mean your municipality is practicing redneck engineering? I think more likely it was citizens that are just so sick of uh, ruining, you know, bending their axles and shit bending their rims on potholes that they're taking matters into their own hands and just putting stuff in these potholes. Lady, when you were a kid, you guys transported your camping stuff in a uh, sex slave cage on the roof of the car. You know, different strokes for different folks. But it was on a proper... It was on a proper rooftop thing. Car top carrier. Okay. This one I thought was the epitome. Lady says not a cage. Okay. I'm just, I'm trying to rile, rile people up. Okay. This, this is an example of yes. This surely belongs. Okay, Spotify, let me describe this. Now we're in a Lexus, and uh, the guy has completely lost a wheel and part of his bumper and whatever, but he still wants to drive. He still wants to maybe drive to the mechanic shop or some somewhere. He doesn't want to spring for a tow. And so he has put a dolly. He has laid a dolly on the ground underneath where the... Uh, driver's side rear tire would go and he's got it uh looks like maybe bungeed to whatever's left of the bumper etc etc and he's gonna drive a while on that now what's so funny is um this is not the only picture of someone replacing a tire or tires with a dolly robo says that's hilarious can you imagine, can you imagine just the mental process where you're, where you decide I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this in front of other human beings. I'm going to drive, I'm going to drive this way. <laughs> it's got to be really a, quite a low and lady is right. The setup this guy had sparks would be flying everywhere, but you know, <laughs> I think if you're, if you even have the idea, oh, here's how I'm going to get from point A to point B. I'm going to shove a dolly under where a tire should be. All bets are off. You're not the kind of person that worries about a, a, a little sparky rooster tail. Hopefully, hopefully they were driving just to the tire shop, says the beautiful and elusive Robo Kitty. And yeah, I really hope so. I... You sure hope this wasn't a long-term solution in their eyes. I don't know how many miles those dollies are good for, but they can't be commensurate with a proper steel-belted radial tire. I'm thinking that would last maybe three, four miles at the most. I don't know. Redneck engineering. You guys are absolutely right. I never saw it because it, it's, I guess it's not popular enough to hit the front page or something like that. But it was fun to revisit it. And now I will set it down for another year or two, I'm sure. But you got to hand it to some of these people, right? Some of the imagination and everything. There's a never say die. I saw, it reminds me, I saw a, a guy on YouTube. He was trying to, drive home some old beater um, truck or car, something like that. 
and uh, he discovered he had a cracked frame. He duct taped it. There's there's your redneck engineering right there. Let's see. Se oh, 7.30. Hey, let's get into some mailbag. If anyone wants to send a letter, please do. It's lovely. It's fun. You never know what you're going to get. It's like a box of chocolates. And send your letter to uh, ChicagoTonyV at gmail.com. And eventually it's going to get on. Usually not quickly. All right, but eventually. Let's see what we got. Is everyone ready? I, I think I'm ready. Let's see what's what's up. Hey, Big T, who you got as the best late night talk show host of all time? I'm pretty sure that you will say, I'm pretty sure what you will say because there is an obvious answer, but maybe you will surprise me. Love the show. Uh, from Jim W. from McGahee'sville, Virginia. Is that what VA is? gotta be Virginia it's not Vermont is it VA it's gotta be Virginia um well it's interesting that there's there's an obvious answer I I so what would the obvious answer be would it be Johnny Carson then is that the obvious answer I can tell you what my answer is and I'm gonna say David Letterman all day long. Thank you, lady. Vermont is VT, so VA must be Virginia then. David Letterman, I think, is the best late-night TV host of all time. Now, full disclosure, I don't watch that shit anymore. I don't even know who is, is like, uh, does Jimmy Fallon, uh, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon still have a show? Who else? Conan O'Brien, is he does he still have a show? Dave Letterman, I think hands down. What do you guys think? First of all, longevity. I think he was the funniest of all of them. Conan's pretty funny though, too. He's really funny. Stephen Colbert has a, a, a late night show. You always have to translate ladies' um, comments. She, I really must inspect her fingers more closely next next time I, I see her in person. She is the epitome of fat fingering. Uh-oh. Tank says Colbert should be on that uh, Nailed It show. Okay. Lady, it's don't be sorry about fat fingering. It, it's uh, it's uniquely you. That's how I know it's you, and and that someone hasn't isn't impersonating you. So just keep it up, no problem. Dave Letterman. No one else really seems to care enough to even answer this uh, question. So I'm going to move on. Let's see. Next. Oh wait. Tank. Tank agrees. Letterman was the best. Very nice. I got an amen from Tank. All right, let's see what else we got. Hey, Tony, my wife and I both have jobs, but things are getting tight. I wonder if you have any ideas for a side hustle that we might be able to do with some regularity, but also some flexibility to bring in some extra income. We are both in our 30s and have reliable transportation, if that matters. Any creative ideas are much appreciated. From Thomas N. from M. Sorry, Thomas M. from Decatur, Illinois. Tommy. Um, I wonder what it's interesting that you point out your age and that you have reliable transportation. That's kind of interesting. Are you sort of thinking about like the Uber thing, maybe? Is are you trying to plant a preconceived notion? I mean, I get. I don't know much about doing Uber, um, uh, other than I hear it's kind of a grind. Now it's very flexible, right? You guys could both. <laughs> Tank says, "Pack up your reliable transportation and move out of Decatur." 
<laughs> I've been through uh, Decatur once or twice. Oh, now the wife, the wife could do your suggestion, but I, I gotta think that male prostitution is a is a tough road, tough road. Well, but maybe you could get on nailed it though. Let's see, um, Thomas. Here's here's something I love. Now this would take a little bit of a little bit of doing, not much, a little bit. But if you're looking to try to make some extra dough and you want to kind of do it on your own terms, what I would do if I had more time and had more energy and had more of a need. Do you guys think Georgie has shut off the show by now already? Um, if I had more time, something I, I've always wanted to try is a uh, hot dog cart. Oh my gosh, Robo says, I have a huge TV. I got a huge TV. Now I have you broadcast onto it, Tony. You're live in my living room. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's kind of scary, too. Anyway, hot dog cart. Now hear me out. Hear me out. It takes, yes, it would take a little bit of an investment, but not much. You can get on whatever, Facebook Marketplace, eBay, something. There's someone around you selling a perfectly fine used hot dog cart. I'm telling you. Now, uh, so that that that's no big deal. You can usually pull these with, you have reliable transportation. I, I mean, you can pull it with almost anything that has a hitch. Um, and let's see, you got to get, uh, permits or something like that. There's ways to do that. But then once you have all that figured out, now you just got to go to Sam's club, get a bunch of, uh, Vienna beef Franks or the Nathan's or whatever, get some buns, get some ketchup and mustard. You get it. And you just got to go find your spot. Go find like a, a local, let's see, Decatur, Illinois. They got to have like an old time, you know, true value hardware or something like that. Go talk to the owner and be like, hey, I want to set up in your parking lot on thus and so day, you know, for lunch. They'll let you do it. Here we go. Tank says sell, hot, sell the hot dogs at the parks on Saturdays during Little League. Tremendous idea. Tremendous. Now, I'm giving this answer just because I'm a weirdo, and it's been one of my dreams. That would be an awesome retirement job for me, I think. Being a hot dog guy, God, I would love that. And I need the human interaction, too. Anyway, good luck, uh, Decatur guy. And I would say, seriously, stay in Decatur. Don't. It's fine. Let's see what's next. Dear Tony, let me just say that my sister thinks I done fucked up. What do you think? I do not love my husband no more by a country mile. I have stayed married on account of our three boys still at home. I kept it to myself. I'm reading this in the wrong. I, I realize I need to read this with an accent. Dear Tony, let me just say my sister thinks I done fucked up. What do you think? What do y'all think? I don't like, love my husband uh, anymore by a country mile. I've stayed married on account of our three boys still at home. I kept it, kept it to myself that I don't love the dude for years. But to other day, I let slide right to his big dumb face that the love is gone. Well, he cried and cried something awful. And so bad, I almost feel sorry for the big lug. Anyhow, my sister thinks I never should have said boo about it. And trouble is a coming. Who the? <laughs> this is the weirdest letter. Trouble is a coming. My way right quick. I 
think he will get over it, don't you? From Willa. Good Christ. That's the hardest. Uh, lovely. Thank you for your letter, Willa. And I don't know why you would write uh, into a guy like me for this type of thing, but whatever. Let's take it. Um, go back. <laughs> Uh, she seems like a catch, says Tank. Now, Robo, Robo smells a rat. This sounds very fake. Extremely, what's the word? That is, that is not your, it is, it is not your standard letter. Who writes like that? Anyway, whatever. Let's. Let me just take, let me answer it. Let's, let's take this, uh, uh, generically since we're Georgie, Georgie smells a rat too. Let's take this. <laughs> a ploy to get Tony to sound like hill people. But here's the thing. All right. I'm going to answer. Should, should someone in a marriage that doesn't want to be in it but is in it because they got kids. All right, let's start there. First of all, that has to be very common. And uh, so if you're in that situation, should you tell your spouse, by the way, I hate your guts and I'm only here for, uh, for the kids? I don't think so. If you've decided that you're going to stick it out that's what she said. If you decided you're going to hang in there because of the kids, then keep it to yourself. All right? Rubble says, Tank, I, I wouldn't imagine, you, or I would imagine you don't require literacy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. You're just causing... If you're like so many, probably so many married people that are just thinking, Jesus Christ, when are these kids going to get out of the house so I can spread my wings? Just suck it up and keep it to yourself. That's what I say. Uh, dear Tony, have you ever had any type of cosmetic surgery <laughs> from Ted H? Right. Uh do I look like I've had cosmetic surgery? I can't possibly look. Uh, have I though? No. I was the, the only reason I, I I even hesitated was I was like, would I, you know, did I have like a mole removed or some some sort of fucking cancerous lesion removed from my skin or something? No. No, I've not had. Uh, Plastic or cos cosmetic surgery. <laughs> See, Georgie's out to get me today. Those jowls aren't made by nature, Teddy. She secret secretly wants me dead. She secretly wants me dead. Ted is vision impaired. <laughs> I would love to know what is the I would love to know what is the impetus for that question alright let's do another letter dear Tony do you think Russia will go back on the gold standard should we care either way Andy from Evanston, Illinois. That's like, by my count, that's two Illinois letters today. I guess we would skew towards Illinois, right? Because Chicago Tony V Show. Evanston. Evanston's a lovely town. That's a good town. Maybe the guy could should move from Decatur to Evanston. It's going to be a lot higher uh, cost of living, I'm sure. Oh, maybe Ted is a Spotify listener. Georgie had that thought. There you go. Does my voice sound like I've had cos cosmetic surgery? That's interesting. Um, 
Do I think Russia will go back on the gold standard? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't see. So it's kind of complicated. Any government um, with a currency, generally, I would think they would rather not go on the gold standard because then they can't just willy-nilly print a bunch of fiat. Um, now... Countries who have been on the gold standard have still overprinted fiat, right? This happened in America uh, uh, twice, for example. This, like, uh, um, let's see, before World War II, right? When uh, FDR, FDR uh, basically told everyone, send in your gold. That's because I guess we had printed, our, our money was tied to gold. And we had printed too much. And then, of course, uh, Tricky Dick Nixon, right? In When did he officially take us off the gold standard? Some Sometime in the 70s. And it's because we had, back then, a dollar was tied to gold. And you could, you could hand it in and get whatever it was. It was $35 for an ounce of gold, I think. Well, they had printed way too, way too many dollars. And we didn't, didn't have nearly enough gold. So countries don't like to do this because they like to counterfeit money. That's that's what governments like to do. Now, lady says Russia can't afford gold. Well, they're a huge gold producer. And they were recently, maybe this is where the question came from. They were they recently did peg their money to gold. Like, we'll give you um, uh, an ounce of gold for so many rubles. But I think it was very short-lived. <laughs> Oates says, Leaders that try to go back on the gold standard don't last long. They usually need a crash course in freedom. Um, but I would say... Uh, You know, I, I wouldn't be totally shocked, but if, if anyone goes back on the gold standard, including Russia, I think it'll be short-lived. What do I know? I'm not a financial guy. Dear Tony, I need to break up with my girlfriend, but she is going to totally freak out. She always tells me that if I break up with her, she will die. I don't want to hurt her, but I can't be in this anymore. How can I let her down easy? We've been together over a year and six months. From Manny. Manny. Right. Yeah, Tank and I are, are kind of aligned. See, here's the deal. So when you have someone, first of all, just imagine... If you're in a healthy relationship, the other person uh, shouldn't, wouldn't feel the need to be like, don't leave me, don't leave me, please don't leave me. If you leave me, I'm going to whatever. Um, so this is a probably a very controlling person, right? And um, I actually had a, I had a girlfriend kind of like this way back in the day. So I think I know exactly what Manny's going through. You, you, when you're a nice person, whatever, I think the uh, I think this controlling type of person can pick up on it, and they just make it difficult for you to dismount. And, uh, uh oh, I've locked up. Okay, Spotify. Let's see if I come back. Anyway. This is a controlling person. So, and I agree with what Tank says. It's not your problem. Not at all. And so, um, don't worry about it. Just break up with her. And you know what's funny? She's going to be fine. Now, she, she might put on a scene and she's going to test the waters and be like, can I, if I throw a huge tantrum and seem totally pathetic, will he take me back? So she might try that, but don't worry about it. But rest assured, let's say you do break up and let's say she does throw some huge tantrum. Um, 
She'll be just fine. She's gonna be... She's gonna be... Hold on, my whole computer crashed. <coughs> she's gonna be... Not only just fine, but she's gonna move on real quick. That's my theory. So, as I said, this I had a girlfriend like this, you know? Um, excuse me while I try and get my get my computer back. Anyway, uh, <laughs> this Robo says the CIA took us down. So as I said, I had a girlfriend like this, right? Don't leave me, don't leave me. And then I did break up with her, and you know what she did? When I was driving, she freaked out. And uh, as I was dr driving away, she threw herself in front of my car. How's that for some drama? Drama. Anyway. Um, so this was one of those controlling people. And uh, at the end of the day, you want to know what? She was engaged in within like six months after I kicked her to the curb. So I think, Manny, your uh, controlling little lady is going to be just fine. Don't worry about it. Savor it, as a matter of fact. Make sure she's not a gun owner, maybe. You know, something like that. But uh, it's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, the computer crashed there. She would have made a lovely hood ornament. <laughs> Says Tank. I did. I had to really hit the brakes. I mean, this was a crazy, crazy person. <laughs> Robo says, Tony, the ladies go wild for you. Mm hmm. Not so much. All right, let's see what else I got. What time is it? 7.52? Let me sip some coffee. All right, what else we got? Hey, Tony, how is the bald life treating you? Are you about a month or two in? You gonna keep it? This is from Carrie D. Uh, am I gonna keep it? Well, you can't, when you're bald, I'll put it this way, when you're balding, there's not much you can do about it. However, um, yeah, I continue. Now, what I've learned is uh, I don't like shaving my head is not my favorite thing. So as I've been cooped up, right, living like a hermit, I'm like the Howard Hughes over here. I mean, I might let it go several days. But uh, once it starts, um, once it starts... See, like, I, I see, I mean, you know, you see, I have hair. Some, I have some hair. So it's, it's not uh, like it's not shaved today, but like now it's to a length where, yeah, I'll probably do it today because it's pissing me off. So I'm getting used to it. Um, and uh, yeah, I wear hats, you know, on days where it starts growing and I'm just feeling lazy, but I, I do need to get out amongst people and I think once I do that then I'm gonna I think Tank said like he's every other day I think that's what I'll do but it is kind of uh kind of a pain in the ass but it's fine you know what uh the <laughs> the people who had some people had a problem with it and you know who the kids in my neighborhood right there's there's one uh little girl up the street she's such a sweetheart I'm like, I've known her her whole life. And the, the first day she saw my bald head, she's like, what did you do? And uh, she's like, grow it out right now. She did not like it. Now, I saw her again, The uh, let's see, over the weekend, and she was already over it, so... Yes, I will start with clippers now, uh, now that it's this long, which is a pain in the ass, you know, I don't know. It's just, uh, all around it's kind of a pain, but 
what are you going to do? It is what it is. Let's see what else. Tank says, I'm debating on going with the horseshoe ponytail. Oh, God. Like that dude in the, uh, the Phantasm movies? <laughs> I don't ever see myself going there. Let's see. Mr. V, I have never owned a business before, but now I have the opportunity to do so. The old roller rink in my town is up for sale as the old guy who owns it is retiring. This should be my dream, or this would be my dream to take it over. I have so many fond memories of coming to this place as a kid. I want it so bad, but I don't know the first thing about buying a business. Where do I even start? Uh, from Ken L. Wow, that's super cool. Super cool. I want, I wonder, is this kind of a smallish town person maybe? Because he says, the, the old roller rink. I guess many towns don't have, it's not like towns have multiple roller rinks. <laughs> Dake says, start by not buying a roller rink. Now, wait a minute. I, I, I hear what you're saying, but if this is this guy's dream or whatever, but Tank brings up a good point. Tanks, Tank says, uh, Tank says no one does that shit anymore, right? But see, Robo says that sounds cool. She, she would go to the roller ring, but here's what you got to do. All right, Ken, you, and first of all, grain of salt, whatever. I'm, I'm no, uh, Whatever, I'm no expert. <clears throat> I've owned a few businesses, so maybe I'm uh, more expert than you, but I'm not an expert. But here's what you do. Go to your, uh, you've got to have a business banker in town, right? Go start there. That guy's going to uh, know everyone you need to know because you're going to need, you're going to need someone that can actually look at the books, look at the financials of the business. This old coot that does this roller rink and see what it really is. Like what, you know, what are the numbers really look like? Your business banker is going to know everyone that can help you do that. It might cost you a little money to uh, have someone kind of inspect the thing and all that stuff. Well worth it. Now your business banker, I'm assuming you're probably going to need some sort of loan. Probably unless you have, uh, you know, bunch of cash laying around to do it and obviously also um reach out to the old coot who's selling the place too. talk with him i probably he'd be happy to talk with you and tell you whatever you need to know and all that stuff and um oh wait a minute we have issues in the house is this is it anthony or steven Anyways, Anthony or Steven says someone recently opened a roller rink in our city and it's been blowing up lately. How cool is that? How cool is it that the We Have Issues guys was I was just talking about these guys like yesterday. Was it yesterday where I mentioned Anthony and Stevie? So much catching up to do. I want to do a special episode that's just the We Have Issues guys coming up. Anyway, Kenny, to buy your business... You know, yeah, start with your banker, have someone look at the books um, uh, and figure out if you can make a go of it. Now, it can be a danger. You have a passion for this. This is a dream that can be real dangerous. You can get yourself into, you know, a, a bad situation. But then again, might be good. You have that. You love it. You have a passion for it. So maybe you could make it work. When... Uh, Someone else can't. This must be Steven. I try to catch you when I'm off work. You're the best. Maybe it's Anthony. Who knows? Anyway, who, whichever. Do you say... Do we say which... He hasn't said yet who it is. Maybe it's going to be a mystery. Anyway, good luck, Ken. All right? 8 o'clock. Holy cow. 8 o'clock. I don't know. I guess I'm going to have to wrap it up. Time flies, doesn't it? 
You don't see the we have issues comments, Tank? They must have blocked you. Who would block the Chicago Tank? I didn't even know that was possible. Or a thing. I think this is uh, good advice too for that roller rink guy. Tank says if he doesn't, if he doesn't give up what else he is doing and it's a hobo type thing, then go for it. Don't expect a huge return on your money. Yeah. Now, if it were a bowling alley, man, those bowling alleys do way better than than you would think. Huh? People don't see that we have issues. Oh, it's because they're on YouTube, people. Interesting. They're in the YouTube. See, we're we're streaming here, there, and everywhere. Use guys are on Twitch. They're on YouTube. This is fascinating. <laughs> That's why. Okay. And it's Anthony. Anthony, good to see you, man. I've thought of, I I've thought a lot about you guys, and I it's time to catch up for sure. It's long overdue. Um, let's see. Robo says one more at 801. Unbelievable. One more. <clears throat> okay, here we go. Let me see if I can fit one more in for Robo Kitty. Here we go. Dear Tony, my 10-year-old's very nice, very sweet old piano teacher just passed away. She was almost like a grandma to our little guy. I am torn whether to take him to the funeral or not. I worry that this might be too much for him to process, especially with summer break coming up. I worry about starting it off under this doom cloud. Do you agree that maybe he should skip? <laughs> Donna from Nina, Wisconsin. Nina, Wisconsin. That's that's kind of in my neighborhood. Um, uh, I think I think he should go. He was close to this lady. She died. That's that's how life works. This is a this is not something to protect. Don't protect your kid from. The most common, I mean, everybody dies. Everyone takes the dirt dive. Everyone, all of us. This is an important lesson and it's a, it's a closure thing. If you don't take him, is he gonna be like, what happened? Does he know she died? <laughs> I think this just feels like a bit much to me. You know? It seems like a big, big much. He's going to be scarred by going to a funeral. This is what, this is what you do. See you, Georgie. Have a great day, dear. So, that's my vote for Donna from Nina, Wisconsin. Take your kid to the funeral. He was close to this lady. She was elderly. And this is... This happens, right? So he needs to experience that part of life. I'm, I, I, you know, he's probably going to shed crocodile tears and all that stuff. That's good. Makes me think of uh, my dad's funeral. Let's see, my, I would, I had, I have a nephew that would have been about 10 years old at my dad's funeral so his grandpa and you know yeah he cried and cried and cried but I think it's it's part of it so it is what it is you know what I mean anyway 805 805 Robo says, aren't crocodile tears fake tears? I don't know. I just thought they were big tears. Are they fake? Is that does that come from the that rub 
Rudyard Kipling book? How the Crocodile Got Its Tears? I don't know. Anyway, all right. I have to jet, people. It's been lovely. Anthony, thank you for stopping by. Super cool to see you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, Thank you all for spending Wednesday with me. I will be back on Reddit tomorrow morning. I'll see you there. I'll see you square and uh, 7 a.m. Until we meet again tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. I just want to remind you. I like you. I love you. You're good people. Thanks for being part of my life. And most importantly, don't take any shit from anybody, okay? All right, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.